0: You're listening to the Life Coaching Secrets Podcast, episode number 42. Did you know that life coaches are needed now more than ever? I'm Frank Macri, founder of Thriving Coach Academy. I've trained over a thousand coaches and helped them launch their own successful coaching businesses. If you want to make an incredible income and impact as a coach and have a lot of fun doing it, I'll show you exactly how to get it done. This is Life Coaching Secrets. What's up, coaches? In this episode, I am going to talk about a concept that I came up with called selfish marketing. Ooh. (laughs) So selfish marketing is uh, something that I think holds back many coaches, even very well-intended coaches, from attracting wonderful clients to their business, and I'm going to break down what the signs are of selfish marketing so that way you could see if it might be showing up for you and also learn how to turn it all around so you can start bringing in some wonderful dream clients. Now, this episode will be super relevant to you if you feel a little bit frustrated, overwhelmed when it comes to attracting clients. Or you worry sometimes if you're just wasting your time altogether when it comes to doing the marketing part of things. And overall, if you're not enjoying the process. So if any of that sounds like you, tune in closely to what I have to share because this process that I'm going to break down for you has turned around so much unnecessary stress for many of our coaches inside the academy. All right, so first of all, I want to talk about what marketing is. I want to share my definition because it's very different from how other people might define marketing to be. I think marketing is way more than just making people aware of who you are. Marketing goes way deeper than, that, than doing just that alone. So there's three main purposes to marketing. The first purpose of marketing is building relationships with people while having fun doing it. Building relationships with people while having fun. So if it's not connecting you with people, you're doing it wrong. If you're not building relationships, you're doing it wrong. And if you're not having fun, you are doing it wrong. So one of the things I share with our students in the academy is that marketing is not something that you have to do in your business. It's something that you get to do. And a lot of coaches, they have this huge separation that they create in their brains between the marketing part of their business and the coaching part of their business. A lot of coaches say, oh, I love the coaching, but I just hate the marketing. (laughs) When really, it's all the same. There's so much overlap because true marketing is about building a relationship with someone, right? serving people. This is exactly what you do in a coaching session with clients. So my intention of this episode is to bridge that gap, bring it closer together so that you can see how all the reasons that you love coaching and the same approach that you take to the coaching part, you can also bring to the marketing part of your business. So the first purpose is building relationships while having fun. Just recently, I was noticing on Instagram there's this newer feature where you can make these short video clips called Reels and you can dub certain audio and songs over them. I was geeking out, having the most fun creating all of these Reels. Now, all of this is a form of marketing, but it doesn't even feel like work because I'm enjoying it so much. So this past weekend, I had some people that were interested in hanging out, but I actually turned down all invitations and I stayed in and I just created reels and I had so much fun doing it. <laughs> so, this is what I mean when I talk about marketing being fun. And in doing that, I was able to share them and connect with people, get a lot of engagement, start a lot of conversations, build more relationships with people and um and even welcome in some more interested students into the academy, which is which is so fun. So that's just one example of how marketing really can be fun when you know how to properly approach it, which I'm going to break down for you. So the second purpose of marketing is uh, about turning some people away and turning other people towards you, okay? Now, many people, when they market themselves, a lot of coaches think that marketing is about just speaking to everyone and pleasing everyone and resonating, with every single person, okay. A lot of coaches have asked me, well, How do I get my message to resonate? Marketing is not about getting your message to resonate with everybody, it's actually about making your message resonate with a select group of people and tun- tuning out the rest, okay? So you know you're marketing yourself well when you're actually getting people unsubscribing and unfollowing and And just stepping out of your space because they're they're making room for others to come in that are really a good fit, that really are attracted to what you have to offer. So it's about turn intentionally turning people away and turning other people towards you. So how do you do this? Well, firstly, you might speak to a very specific challenge that you as a coach help people with. This is often called a niche. Some people pronounce it niche. I like to pronounce it niche. So whatever you want to call it, niche, 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 that would be the focus of your business. So if someone has that challenge, great, they're a fit. If they don't, they're going to walk away. They're going to go find whatever it is they're looking for. It might also be having a specific type of person you work with. Okay, So you might have a, instead of having a more problem-oriented business, like a problem you help people solve, you might have a person-oriented business, like maybe you specifically work with you know, women over 50, for example, um, or you might specifically work with black executives, okay? So those are the specific person, right? So your, your content, your marketing, is going to specifically speak to that kind of person. So that might be an approach you take. Instead of a problem-oriented business, it's a person-oriented business. Now, if you don't have a niche, that's okay. Okay, You don't need to have a niche at all to still do very well as a coach. So here's what I want you to know, those listening that are not really desiring a coaching niche right now. You would then market yourself in a way that's going to represent certain values that you stand for or certain views you have that are different from others out there, okay? That's how you're going to turn some people towards you and uh, and push others away. Maybe you have certain values or different point of view or perspective and you're going to make that known and not everyone's going to resonate with that and that's okay, right? That's the purpose of marketing, Okay, when you have people unsubscribing and not following you, it doesn't mean that it's broken or anything's gone wrong. It doesn't mean you have to get upset about it. It means you that that actually means that people are forming an opinion of you, <laughs> which is a good thing, right? Um, and I did a, a whole episode on other people's opinions. That's what it's called, other people's opinions, that you could check out if you struggle with the idea of people maybe not having a, everyone having a positive opinion of you all the time. Okay, so in summary so far, marketing the purpose of it. First purpose is about connecting with people while having fun. The second purpose is intentionally turning some people towards you and others away. And the final and third purpose is about getting people results ahead of time. Okay? That means providing value to others to help them get some kind of result in their life. So getting them some kind of micro or mini result, mini transformation. Think of it that way. They get a mini transformation, which is going to create trust. And that's going to make them want the big transformation that they could get from hiring you or investing in your program, right? Giving them that micro transformation opens them up to the big transformation. So if you are honoring those three things, then you are way farther ahead than many coaches. You're on the right track. And all of our coaches in the academy, we give them lots of resources to set them up so they know exactly what what kind of content to put out there and how to take action in the best possible way. Now, if you are struggling with marketing right now, you might be approaching it from selfish marketing perspective. And when I go through this, the signs and shifting all this around, I don't want you to beat yourself up here. Just because you might be selfishly marketing yourself right now, it doesn't mean that you're a selfish person. It doesn't mean that you're evil or that you need to go ahead and close up your coaching business. It doesn't mean any of that. This is not meant to shame you. It's just meant to shine a light on a blind spot that you might have in your business. I'd say most coaches, when they are, especially at that earlier phase, they are selfishly marketing themselves and don't realize it. And once they do, it's like the light bulb goes off and they're able to turn everything around and start really growing their business. So... How do you know, first of all, that you're selfishly marketing? Well, if you're not enjoying the process, right? If you're not having fun, if um, you feel like you're getting a little bit graspy and needy to have clients, then that is going to be a sign that you are selfishly marketing yourself. So I'm not going to go over specific strategies in this episode uh, because what matters more than the strategy or approach you're taking is the attitude you have. When you're marketing yourself, when you're deciding on the strategies you're gonna use to market yourself. The attitude you have is going to influence the way you show up. It's going to determine the energy you have when connecting with people. And it's even going to impact the value of your content and of your conversations. So this is really everything. This is where it all starts. You've got to be clear on if you're selfishly marketing or selflessly marketing yourself. So Here's what, um, one of the signs of selfish marketing, like one of the the questions you might be asking is when am I going to get my next client? Like, when is that next person going to hire me? Okay. Um, is this going to get me more followers? So it's very me, 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 me. When am I going to get it? When, when am I going to get what I want rather than caring about this, the connection, So this, when you do this, you care more about the sale than the connection that you're going to build with another human, okay? Which is not what you want to do. So how do you shift this around to making it more so that you're selflessly marketing yourself? Instead of asking the question, will this person hire me, right? When am I going to get a client? Just go back into the question of how can I serve people today? How can I serve how can I connect with someone, right? How can I add value to someone's life? Put your focus on that. How can I serve, connect, add value to someone's life? See how it's all about the other person. It's not about you. Okay, so another question that might create selfish marketing is how am how is this going to make me look when I share this? How am I going to look? Okay, so it might be that you have something you want to share, but you don't feel like you look pretty enough on camera. Or your your blog post isn't as polished enough as you'd like it to be. So you end up not really sharing it at all. You care more about it looking pretty and cute and polished instead of about the value that it can offer people as it is right now. So one funny story about this, I remember growing up, you know, we'd have Christmas every year and Typically, during christmas my my mother would wrap up the gifts in nice wrapping paper and we 'd open up the gifts and you know Christmas would be always an enjoyable holiday and Then one year, my mom didn 't wrap our gifts, my brother and i 's gifts in wrapping paper. she wrapped them in bathroom towels she like, took them from the bathroom and just wrapped them up and hand them, handed them to us <laughs> and i 'll never forget this, but the reason why it stuck with me is. I realized that the wrapping paper didn't even matter at all, right? It didn't matter how pretty the gift was on the outside. What mattered was the thoughtfulness of the gift itself, right? So when you think about your coaching business right now, how much are you worrying about the wrapping that you're putting on your business? Like finding the, a new smartphone or you know, even more sophisticated lighting or better equipment, better gear, better editing, all these things to make it pretty because you want it to be pretty— Versus on just like letting it be messy and just giving value with where you are right now, because people care about the value. They don't care about the like the wrapping around it. They want what's inside the gift, not the wrapping paper. Like, where's the wrapping paper go? The trash. <laughs> so give them the value with where you are right now, instead of trying putting so much attention to how you're gonna look and you feeling like you're polished and and professional and pristine. Right? How could you? Show up for people even when it's messy. That's a question to ask yourself so you could selflessly market yourself, selfless marketing. Okay, another, another way that selfish marketing might come up for you is if you're asking yourself, how can I explain what I do? Okay, this is a big one. Some coaches think, how can I explain what I do so it sounds impressive to me? So here's how you can shift out of that because you might be going around in your head thinking, well, how can I come up with this perfect elevator pitch that sounds so good to me? Right? People don't really care about you know, your perfectly crafted elevator pitch that you took so much time to create. People don't really care about that because they're just wanting to understand if you could support them. So instead of focusing on how can I explain what I do, you instead put your focus on how can I better understand what this person wants? How can I better understand what this person wants, right? You get curious about the other person. You lead with that curiosity versus with the ego, which is you wanting to confidently share what you do and sound very impressive to other people, right? People don't care about that. They want to know if you could support them. So how can I discover what this person wants? Now, another form of selfish marketing is when you're worrying about, what if I give too much away? What if I give too much value away in my marketing? So what happens is you withhold. You you dampen, you you diminish the value you give because you worry that it's really scarce and limited and what if I give too much away and then people don't want to hire me, right? You might have this selfish view around it. Okay? It's a lot of it's very much fear-based. And listen, I am guilty of this too. So again, this is not about pointing a finger at you. It's a shining a light on a blind spot. So here's how I was able to shift this for me because for a long time, I was so worried that I was going to give too much away and the the I ended up just not giving enough away and not really demonstrating the value that I could offer. What you want to do is ask yourself, how can I over deliver? How can I over deliver right like give more away than anyone else is giving away showing up with more value than anyone else is showing up with. Think about what happens when you do that right the level of trust you're gonna build and the many transformations people are going to have. Now, here's another thing to know, too. Information alone is never going to be enough, right? Because you need implementation. People need to know how to put it all together. That's why they end up hiring coaches and joining programs for the implementation, more so than the information. So you worrying about giving too much information away, right? The information alone is not going to be the end-all be-all, but it is going to help give them value and start to create shifts and open up possibilities And start to build the momentum that they're going to now be able to optimize when they are working with you, okay? So how can I over-deliver? Put your focus on that. Another big question that comes up and is a sign of selfish marketing is the question, what if I waste my time? This is a huge one. So worrying about wasting your time, like your marketing efforts or whatever it is you're planning to do, what if I waste my time, you know? making posts on Instagram or what if i waste my time doing this webinar what if i waste waste my time making this podcast whatever it might be right so you you have the reason why you might worry about this is because you have this attachment to getting a certain result right it's you're considering it to be a waste if you don't get a client right which is all selfish in nature because it's all about what you want so The thing, like what I've come to realize about this to overcome this concern around wasting time is when I'm serving people, when I'm showing up in service, that's never a waste of time. Think about that, right? When you're showing up to serve and to give, is that ever a waste of time? No, right? So if you do struggle a little bit, if there's that part of your brain that's thinking, well, what if you waste your time putting all this effort in? I want you to put your energy thinking about why you love serving people, why is it important for you to serve others, to help other people, to make a difference, to give value? Why is it that you love serving people? And come up with as many reasons as you can. When you do that, you will realize that you can never waste time marketing yourself because it's all out of service. It's all out of love and care and desire to to help people. And that's never a waste of time. When you worry about wasting time, it's like, creating this thing in your brain where you're thinking, well, helping people is a waste of time, which is so not true, right? So it ends up preventing you from really bringing those clients in. Okay. So those are some of the main areas to go from selfish marketing to selfless marketing. And If you are, you know, frustrated marketing yourself, if you're very attached to the outcome, if you're haphazardly marketing yourself, like you're throwing things at the wall, and you're showing up inconsistently here and there, or if you're hiding, right? You're not really, you're creating something, but you're not hitting publish. Um, You are, you have a networking event you want to go to, but you end up not going, right? You're hiding in certain ways. This might all be happening because there are some selfish thoughts that are preventing you to really show up in full service and full desire to genuinely connect and help people. Now, I I will promise you that when you can start approaching your business with selflessness, approaching the marketing, you will fall in love with the process, okay? It works. It makes it so much fun. And the irony of it is that when you're having so much fun, when you're giving because you love giving, when you're over-delivering, The irony is that you end up making more than you could ever imagine and helping more people you could ever imagine helping. So you end up getting the result because you've released your attachment to needing the outcome. See how this works, right? So you're just so in the joy of serving people and connecting with people and seeing what ways you could support them that you don't even really have that need and that graspy energy anymore, but you end up getting the result anyway. So you're able to be just as determined to you know, commit to your business as you are patient and unattached at the same time from, from when you're going to get the result. And that's how selfless marketing really works. It comes from your pure joy of helping people. It comes from you consistently showing up to serve knowing that you can only everyone can only benefit you yourself included when you show up with the desire to serve. Okay? This is what allows you to have fun and get curious and find true joy in the learning in the learning and in the whole process of growing your business. Okay, so this is what I got for selfish versus self Marketing, selfish versus selfless. Um, I hope this is helpful. I want to end this episode with a short clip from a success interview I did with one of my uh, recent graduates in the academy. Her name's Maggie. She's super cool. She's got a great story. So, she's going to share with you some tips to just crush it as a coach and also a little bit about her experience in the academy. She's going to share her wisdom and her insight for those that are looking to enroll. So, I will see you all in the next episode. And in the meantime, here is Maggie's story.
1: Hi, my name is Maggie Hemphill and I am training to be a certified professional coach. I already have been engaged in a lot of mentoring and coaching people just naturally in who I am and what led me to coaching was finding a way to monetize something that I'm already gifted at and making a career out of it. I think what drew me to get certified as a professional coach was finding some new tools to use. I think I had a lot of um, experience just with my everyday relationships and the things that I had learned along the way that I really wanted some sort of tried and true practices, some uh, tips and tricks for helping people that are really stuck in um, circular patterns of behavior or ways of thinking that have not benefited them. So I was looking for a way to kind of enhance and help me in places that, would make me a more effective coach to people. When I was thinking about enrolling in the Thriving Coach Academy, one of the things that came up for me was, do I really want to invest this much money in myself? Um, I was already doing some coaching and like, is this something that's really going to take me to the next level? Is this going to be something that's going to really benefit both me and my clients? And what I have found is that I have grown more in my personal life and honestly every area of my life and it has impacted both my clients and myself personally. So both professionally and personally, this has grown me in ways that I could not have foreseen because of the growth that I've seen in multiple areas of my life, I've come to realize that it is definitely worth the financial investment in myself. Uh, Before I joined the Thriving Coach Academy, I think I was afraid to put myself out there as a coach, Uh, but by module two, which was only a couple months into the program, to my amazement, I already had eight potential clients lined up with a wait list of five people. Uh, Frank had said early on in our program that your clients are literally out there waiting for you. And I didn't believe him, but he has made me a believer. People are waiting for you to use your skills and your talents as a coach. Personally, this training has changed me in multiple areas of my life. Frank has always said that you are your first client and it's true. My coaching training has shifted my way of thinking and it has changed the way I engage people in various aspects of my life. It has opened up so many more opportunities for me to work as a coach. um, And I see this opening up a successful business um, for myself as a professional certified coach. One of the things that I am really excited for in regards to starting my own business as a coach is the amount of flexibility that I'm going to have being my own boss. I am excited about the seemingly limitless potential in financial uh, security that I'll be able to have, knowing that I am the one who is going to decide the limits that I have for myself. And I would not have believed that for myself if I have not gone through the training and learned about the business aspects of becoming a coach. I have previously had another business and I had never been able to figure out why it didn't work, why it failed. And through Thriving Coach Academy, one of the courses that we take is on entrepreneurship. And it was through that I learned exactly why my previous business failed. And I'm so grateful for all of the entrepreneurship and business support that the Thriving Coach Academy gives us as you are setting up your own business. You will be a success because of the amount of support and business knowledge you will come out of through Thriving Coach Academy. I would tell a prospective student who is considering Thriving Coach Academy that you will grow in every area of your life if you embark on this journey to become a professional coach. Trust the process, lean into your classmates, ask questions of your instructors, and be open to transforming into the best version of yourself. Hey, would you like access to powerful coaching
0: tools you can use on yourself and clients right away? For being a listener of the podcast, I'm giving you a VIP guest pass to get a sneak peek into my coach training program. Inside, you'll learn our coaches' secret tool they use to transform their clients' lives. And you'll also get a training on how to launch a coaching business. Just head over to www.thrivingcoachacademy.com slash VIP to get started. I'll see you on the inside.